Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Gotham Girls podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 149, Gotham Girls Season 3. Hi, pals. We're uh, we're wrapping up uh, Gotham Girls this week. Yeah. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And, yeah. And I'll, I'll get to this in a minute, but I am glad we kind of separated these out. I was I was worried for a bit mm-hmm. that, uh, oh, we're just sitting through the same thing over and over again. But this third season is something very different. It really it really feels like someone came into the room and was like, we got to retool this or else we're going to get canceled like everything else on Warner Brothers will be in 20 years. <laughs> But, I mean, it's on the internet. It's, you know, like it was a novelty it, to begin with. It says here they don't care. They're canceling it anyway. Oh, well, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. I um, It's it's uh, better in some ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, they, mm-hmm. they told one continuous yep. story, which I like. Yeah, I appreciate that just as, like, a different take, honestly. Like... I, I, yeah, we you got know, I have no particular shorts, problem but... with the, yeah, I have no particular problem with the last two, but like, you know, it was neat to shake it up like this. Yeah. No. And like I say, we got 20 little mm-hmm. comedy shorts, so let's try something else. And, uh, yeah. you know, I appreciate that. So let me just roll into it and tell you what happens in season yeah, tell three. Me. Uh, I, yeah, I did not take note of the titles by the way, but there were, there were some good titles throughout mm-hmm. this thing. Just, uh. Just so you know, I probably should have written them down, but uh, and like here we are. W- one title screen or something. No, they actually they had the title screens. They just no, they had they uh, had title cards. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. I just realized this is probably the last story we'll be covering that takes place in Gotham City, and accordingly, the scope of the series has widened considerably. Mind you, epic scope for a web micro series really just amounts to the length and stakes of a typical episode of the animated series. But still, that's good for a girl, right? So Harley and Ivy are out doing their thing, which in these cartoons means Ivy is doing supervillain stuff and constantly rolling her eyes at everything Harley says and does. And look, I'm glad someone eventually went and made these two a decent couple. But based on their history so far, it really feels like Harley's just traded one unappreciative partner for another slightly less abusive one. Actually, this time they're on their way to Arkham, presumably so Ivy can foist Harley back on the Joker like a weekend visitation parent who's had enough and is ready to hand the kid back to the other parent. Then something happens and all the men disappear. Side note, this was the exact resolution of the comic series Why the Last Man. All the men disappeared because something happened, question mark? So now, obviously, everybody has bigger problems. Particularly Barbara, who now has to deal with the highest-ranking woman in the GCPD, acting Commissioner Greenway, who doesn't approve of costume vigilantes the way her predecessor did and swears to bring the full weight of the law down on the villains running amok in her city. This is a dark, potentially interesting development that we've seen play out many times since Dark Knight Returns, but I gotta be honest, I never expected it to come up in this series of three-minute shorts where Batgirl once turned into a cat and Harley once turned into a baby. Greenway's hard-nosed, hard-assed, hard third-body-part approach drives Barbara to join forces with the other titular Gotham girls, whom you may recall are villains, including Catwoman, who's been framed for a crime she didn't commit. Mind you, she's also been living as a free woman despite all those other crimes she did commit, but this isn't how justice is supposed to work, I I think. I don't actually know now that I mention it. I've never seen justice before. Then the men all come back from 
wherever the hell they went out for smokes, according to every dad <laughs> abandoned the family joke anyone's ever made for the past 30 years. And Barbara notices that her father is acting a bit different now, like 50 percent more ruthless and 85 percent more like a robot. So she murders him. Mind you, we as the audience don't learn that he's a robot until the resolution of the episode ending cliffhanger where Barbara pushes him from a high ledge into the bat signal where the electricity fries him into non-existence. Kids love Gotham Girls. <laughs> then it turns out that all of this, the robot Gordon, the men disappearing, all of it, was masterminded by Nora Freeze's sister, Dora. And while she delivers a conv fairly convincing spiel about how uh, she and her sister were inseparable until Victor came along and ruined everything, I'm pretty sure the real reason behind her insanity has to do with her parents naming her and her sister Dora and Nora. Seriously, parents, I know you think this is cute, but two humans will have to live with this their entire lives and they are going to hate it. Then Batgirl and the villains save the day. The villains turn themselves in as promised and then immediately escape. And what of Dora, you may be asking? Well, pals, our tale ends with her trapped in the waking nightmare of a cryogenic tube, which is wheeled into a forgotten corner of Gotham's storied Arkham Asylum, where she'll remain surrounded by the almost inhuman wails of the city's least sane inhabitants, which is not the punchline I'd have gone for in this comedy series, but I assume it must be hilarious to someone somewhere, right? What happened to Dora, to Dora, whatever Mr. Freeze's wife's maiden name was? We have top men. Yeah, I wanted to call her, her Dora Freeze too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to call her Dora Freeze too, but you're right that that wouldn't be her name, would it? No, Dora, the Explorer. Mm -hmm. I, I was almost oh. like I wish she'd exploded so I could call her Dora the Exploder, but that didn't happen. So. <laughs> that would have been amazing. So yeah, a bit of a tonal shift here. I would. This say. is a this is a weird one. And yeah, I don't I'm dislike honestly, it. No, go ahead. I no, don't mean dislike this is it. It's a good thing. Um, so, like I said, I went into this unhappy with myself for drawing up the plan that made us watch this three weeks in a row, but I ended up being mm -hmm. glad we did it this way because this one was a very different thing from the others. I like how they managed to preserve some of the prior goofiness, like, like you mm -hmm. know, Harley's still doing her thing and there's some, still some funny background stuff, but... Now they're using it as comic relief to offset the actual story, which feels like it could have been retooled into a like a proper animated series episode. Mm -hmm. They even managed to contrive a reason for all four main characters to work together on the same team, which was kind of a nice culmination of the series, I thought. Yeah. Also, I just I, this just occurred to me while I was watching it yesterday. It's like, oh, now everyone in the city is a Gotham girl. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's clever, but it's something. Yeah, it is definitely something. Uh, it, I feel like, and I said this before, I feel like they were like a draft away from it being a good animated series episode. They oh, were, yeah. There were still some real sloppy things, and there was definitely some tone issues. There's uh, there's some real reliance on, uh, yeah, Mr. Freeze invented a men disappearing ray. <laughs> And that feels like a thing he would have done, right? Well, it feels like a thing he would have done, but it feels like a thing he would have done with an extra 10 minutes of explanation or something. <laughs> hey, Vic, yeah, why'd I... you make this? I don't know. <laughs> my entire motivation is revenge because of my poor dead wife. It occurred I don't care to me about that destroying it... men. It occurred to me that it would just save a lot of time if I disappeared all men. Including myself, um, I can only assume. But 
Yeah, Vic- Victor, uh, got some news for you, buddy. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't planned on this. Nora! <laughs> uh, what was your good thing? What was my good thing? Scroll back up, scroll back up, a lot of notes. I knew this was going to be oh. your good thing, actually. Yeah, um, there's an actual goddamn trans woman in this episode, and it's just not a big fucking deal. Like, yeah. she's stealth, but that's still amazing. Like, she mm-hmm. shows up and, like, the big reveal... <sighs> The big reveal is going to be that fucking, like, oh, she was a man all along. That's why she vanished, which also answers a question I had earlier in the episode, but uh, get to that in a sec. Or, um, or like, I thought it was at least going to be a joke. Like, yeah, ha this man put on a dress, but uh, not a woman after all. Ha ha. But that wasn't it. No, she's just a character. She's just a cop. Fucking like. Yeah. I guess at some point she comes out to Jim and he's just like, yeah, you can still be a cop. Like, fuck, what do I care? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of rules. It almost makes up for uh, the part where uh, Babs misgenders her. I think Babs just doesn't know what's going on exactly. I like, mean, I, I, that's I, fair. I feel like if she sat down and thought about it for 30 seconds, she, she'd get mm-hmm. her shit straight. But like in the moment, she's like, wait a minute. where Where is this woman who lives here? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And they're like, oh, okay. All right. Oh. But like, and I mean, th- also, this was like 20 years ago, and it's just not a big deal. It it kind of speaks I, to the fact that, um, sorry, go ahead. It's not a big deal? Yeah. Well, it kind of like, it speaks to the fact that ho- of how obscure this show must have been because the trans community has not completely owned this woman at this point. Well, I'm. I'm uh, like, I'm glad this happened. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to give them credit for like, Oh, I don't know, know that they were trying to be progressive so much as I think it was just meant to be a red herring for who the villain oh, is. Yeah. But look again, it's 20 years ago. I will take whatever scraps I can get. Yeah, no, I completely get that. And like, um, a lot of the mini games went away, which I kind of like, but now there mm-hmm. was this um, uh, extra thing where you can like once you once you are on to the fact that the plot has a has sort of a big like uh, mm-hmm. uh, a main villain sort of pulling the strings. It's like uh, you can vote on who done it. And uh, I, th- I thought that was a neat idea. Yeah, that's um, cute. But I think that was just to that was just to throw an extra person in there. I think like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you, you know how those uh, you know how those people are. So it's, it's probably them, right? Mm hmm. Great. <sighs> you know, you look, we, we've all seen Silence of the Lambs. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's all fine. Uh-huh. Also, I noticed uh, Lois's uh, uh, outline in there at one point, and I was just like, I don't think she did it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great twist. That, yep. It was I all along, Cape Crusader. Lois? All right. She probably had a good reason. I try, you know, I I, I trust I'm, if she did it, then uh, I'm sure there's there's a good reason. I'm sick of not knowing how words are spelled, so I've vanished half the <laughs> men. What? Uh-huh. I liked at one point, so uh, Harley and Ivy are in Arkham, which is mm-hmm. empty because the yep. only two female patients there are them and they're currently free. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and uh, at one point, uh, the new commissioner says, yeah, we lost 80 percent of the cops and 90 percent of the criminals. Like, yep. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Mm hmm. I was like, how far down the ladder do we get to get to green? I keep wanting to call her Greendale. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. She's uh, she's wearing the human being costume. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not the villain. Um, I'm just a jerk. Yeah. That just makes me think of Battlestar Galactica, like she was the, the you know, the uh, secretary of education or whatever. Yep. Yep. Uh, so my bad thing, there mm-hmm. there were tons of, uh, obviously, like the men went away for about half this story. It was great. And there, yep. there were tons of lady voices, which we don't get in the main series very often. No. Like, um, uh, but uh, particularly in the bonus episodes where we're reviewing uh, Brave and the Bold, there is like one woman per episode and she's usually a wife or a hostage or both. Yeah. Um, and but in this one, they awful. got quite a few. Yeah, definitely an awful, like a horrible wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, we had um, quite a few new voices to this series, but they also mm-hmm. had people because there's so many. They had people doubling up. And listen. Adrian Barbeau was always and continues to be an excellent Catwoman, but she oh, yeah. did double duty here as Montoya, and she just does not have the range to pull it off. Oh boy, this uh, it, and it's really noticeable too because she does like a like a hey, what's going on over here? Sort of yeah. Voice. What she's doing, it sounds like a sexy Adrian Barbeau voice. You know, the the Catwoman mm-hmm. voice only doing an impression of Harvey Bullock. Like hey, yeah, exactly. Here. And it's like the second she so- shows up, I'm like. That's not what Montoya sounds like. No, and look, if you have to recast, you can't get her back, you can't afford her, whatever, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I feel like it, it isn't it isn't Tara Strong Batgirl? Like, she's yeah. one of those people who has many voices in her pocket. She could do something. I, I really feel it was like, uh, Adrian, you also want to play, you want to play, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, Montoya? Sure. What's she like? I don't watch this show. Mm-hmm. And I, I record a booth. Babies. And I record a booth, so it's not like I've ever met anybody else that I that I that's on this show. Mm-hmm. Recording oh, down here thing? in the booth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, seems weird to have Ivy taken Harley to see the Joker. Actually, um, mm-hmm. Ivy seems pretty down on Har on anything Harley related in this entire episode, which uh, weird. Yeah, I like you mentioned this summary. summary. Yeah, yeah, I do not care for that at all. It's like I don't mind that they bicker. That's part of the thing, but you need to show the good parts of their relationship too, and they've shown none of that. Yeah, and you don't have to do like the the whole like just show that they like each other. You know? Yeah, and that sometimes they get on each other's nerves. If you Mm -hmm. showed. Harley being annoyed by Ivy occasionally, at least, then then yeah. the power isn't all with Ivy, you know? But it's just, it's always like, I'm going to break something. Oh, why'd she break something? Mm-hmm. I broke something else, Red. There's a, there's a, there's a fun runner in this where mm-hmm. Harley is, uh, this isn't usually Harley's thing, but she's decided to start doing villain puns. She's doing the, yep. you know, like, ice to see you when she's got the freeze ray or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's adorable and ivy's just like shut up and like well why why are you hanging out with her if you don't want to see or experience anything she does yeah like i settle down like i cannot imagine this is not absolutely everything you'd hope for all the men are gone yeah 
Exactly. If you just replace them with plants, you're going to have a great fucking time. I mean, she's tried that. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out. Every time I every time I try to replace men with plants, someone yells at me. Ugh. Mm. It's like, what are you guys so mad about? Plants are great. <laughs> you got you guys heard about plants? Mm-hmm. Plants. She really plants. likes plants. plants. That's her kind of her, her deal. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this. Uh, whereas Catwoman, conversely, mm-hmm. likes cats. Mm-hmm. Cats and plants can live together. Like, well, yeah, I suppose not so. Garfield. He eats ferns. But, I was going to uh, say, Garfield was always eating that one, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? Okay. Anything? Um, I love Dora Freeze's uh, uh, knockoff Mr. Freeze armor. It's just a couple of gauntlets oh, yeah, and like, a jumpsuit, but it rules. She's like cobbled something together from Victor's like, no, I don't like this. I must have pink gloves. And so she's like, I'll take that then. <laughs> she's like, I wanted the pink gloves. Mm-hmm. No. I need these no, they, pink they, gloves they... to save Nora. She's got this whole thing where she's like, Dora wouldn't be like uh, dead if uh, if Victor and and Jim, who you know, like real Jim, who gets uh, let mm-hmm. out of his tube, is like, uh, no, he tried to save her. Did do you yeah. know the literal? Like, look, Catwoman likes cats. Ivy mm-hmm. likes plants. Victor likes Nora. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> you all got one thing. Mister Freeze, just a real wife guy. Yeah. Just one of those people who, once they get married, become like th- that's it. Their partner is their mm-hmm. whole life, and like yeah, like, that's sweet, but it's also not healthy. No, sweetie, you, you get need, get some hobbies. You need other interests. I'm also I, really into ice? cold. Yes, I like ice. Is that a thing? N- no. What about like detaching my head and putting it onto a spider? I mean, that's better, but still not good. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I like it, but it's probably not healthy. I mean, it's definitely not a good choice for him to make, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Just uh, tired of this see. bulky what body. What if I could be all spindly and hide up in the corner of rooms? I mean, I've heard yum Amanda. Anything, but that... <laughs> I've heard Amanda suggest that very thing many times. So Yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh let's see. Uh at one point uh uh Commissioner Greendale goes get the laser cannon and if that's not uh, a good reason to defund the, the police I would say uh nothing is. <laughs> uh-huh. Look, the the GCPD has to operate by different rules. I appreciate that. But also mm-hmm. if none of the officers on hand are familiar with the the laser cannon then you could get by without it. Mhm. Mhm. I just what upsets me is the idea that other cities are also like, well, why don't we get a laser cannon then? And then they just give them a laser cannon. And now you've got dick yep. fuck Iowa with like its own laser cannon. And that just seems like a bad idea. Look, this is uh, 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 Turpin and Maggie Sawyer's thing. What, what, what the SCA? Mm-hmm. Was that it? Something like that? Uh, the, oh, the thing. science cops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably getting the acronym wrong. I'm probably thinking of the. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, and, those guys, like, they get a mm-hmm. laser cannon. Yeah, but they stole it from Darkseid. <laughs> yeah. Well, steal something else from Darkseid and give it to us. That's not how this works. 
Listen, dick fuck Iowa. <laughs> also, honestly, I know how Darkseid works. If you go and ask him for a laser gun, he'll give you one. I guess so. Yes, I'd love to give he'll, it to, to to the cops of Dick Fuck Iowa. He'll hand it to you in this zigzag pattern that takes half an hour to get to you, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, if I'm handing out guns, you're gonna get you're gonna get them delivered in the way I intend. <laughs> Lots of zigzags while I stand here with my hands behind my back in a dramatic fashion. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that fucking guy. <laughs> We'll be seeing a lot more guy. of him in the in the coming weeks and months. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Hooray. Um, at one point, there's a whole episode where uh, uh, Batgirl and the villains are working together, and mm-hmm. they have all disguised themselves as Batgirl to cover her, like, uh, activities. And uh, as each one of them is unmasked, uh, those of them who wear masks, Catwoman and Harley, mm-hmm are still wearing their masks under their Batgirl yep. mask, which only is a half mask and flesh. And mm-hmm. how, how does that, I mean, how, part of me wants to know how that works. The rest of me is like, you know what? That is a choice that you made and I respect mm-hmm. that. <laughs> there's also, there's a bit where uh, uh, Batgirl arrives to like save them uh, dressed as a cop and she's like a huge bulky cop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I got to assume Batman just has these weird suits hanging around next to his Matches Maloon uh, suit. <laughs> it's it's also interesting that all the men disappeared and people are talking about Gordon being gone, but nobody mm-hmm. mentions that Batman and Robin have presumably disappeared with all the men. Yeah, this is the part where you're like, oh, we're Batman and Robin. Uh, they are on a mission to another dimension, like whatever we can't like, get a hold of I Fantastic Four. I don't care. Like, this is Gotham Girls, and I'm glad Batman's not in mm-hmm. it. But, like, y- you know, you can't just pretend the only superhero in town is Batgirl and has ever been Batgirl. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not how it works. Yeah, just like, uh, just a cursory, like... And uh, Batman uh, left. He's on vacation. Well, Justice League's on at this point. There's a there's a opportunity for cross promotion. He's he's yeah. in the Watchtower with the Justice League right now, available on Cartoon Network. Yeah, and if you're interested in seeing what he's doing in that Watchtower, yeah, exactly. Head on over to one now on DVD. Yeah, go watch YTV or whatever you guys watch it in America. <laughs> Uh, I, I know it's weird that we have this network for cartoons that we call Cartoon Network, but uh, that, that that's is weird. Weird choice, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Can't always fathom uh, what we do here. It is, as you say, unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, mm. one of my last notes was uh, as they're as they're facing down with Dora, she's mm-hmm. uh, edging further closer to a giant vat of things. And she's yep. stay away from vats. You live in Gotham City. Come on. It, is it so hard to just put down a tarp like you're like you're you're putting your pool in storage for the winter? Mm-hmm. Just like no, I ask for so little covered vats. You, Gotham's main export is bubbling vats. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, abandoned fun houses. That too. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that Gotham has a section of it called Amusement Mile, which is just full of abandoned amusement parks, is so funny to me. Yeah, well, I, that feels like some writer retconned that to explain all the. Uh, oh, it absolutely all the is. Parks. It's just that I also yeah. I think it's very funny. Yeah. No, it is. 
Uh, All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Got a wee episode this week. This was interesting. Yeah. Like it was uh, worth watching, you know, nice little diversion, whereas uh, um, next week, maybe less so, but. Oh, God. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Next week, we're doing Lobo. No, before I sorry, I cut you off before that. We're at, we're having some slight delay issues here, so if if we're talking oh, over yeah. each other more than usual, it's because we're like we're like half a second off from our usual yeah, sorry uh, about that. rhythm, and it's throwing us both off. It's it's weird too, because God knows we've been doing this for like thirteen years at this point. Yeah, and it's I like I just I know instinctively know them. what you sound like. Yeah, exactly. But now it's all it's all thrown off. So uh, mm-hmm. apologies to the to listeners for that. But but you were going to yeah. say something before I was trying to pivot to Lobo there. Oh, I don't do not remember. That was like three or four thoughts ago. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, yeah, this was an interesting, uh, interesting yeah. pit stop, I would say. Yeah. But check it out on YouTube if you're like, if you're sort of like, I wish I had like thirty minutes of, uh, uh, not Batman, but kind of Batman to watch. Yeah, that's why that's that's one of the reasons why this episode's so short is because this episode is so short. I think it was only thirty-eight mm-hmm. minutes, and they included uh, like probably eight minutes of interminable mini game, which there was only one or two. But the Batarang mm-hmm. game at the beginning was a full minute. Like Jesus, oh, God, just get yeah. on with it. And like, I appreciate that you're showing us what the experience was like, but uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, and also there was a fair amount of previously on, too. Like, they don't call it that. They just cut in, like, 10 seconds of the last episode, and that uh, really kind of builds up when you only have 35 minutes. That's true. I do, that doesn't bother me so much, though. Probably because the the soap that I watch does the same thing. It's it's good if you forget uh, what happened last time without doing a recap, so. I mean, don't the soaps often just, like, spend a lot of time just, like, and as you'll recall, last week, Sandra got put in a uh, box not really. under the don't... attic. What what they'll do is, uh, for instance, right now, the villain that has uh, returned uh, died 40 years ago, so they are giving us some exposition sure. there, which is good, because uh, well, nobody important. can remember much from, you know, 1985 or whatever. Just stick in a, uh, don't you remember, from the classic uh, Amazing Spider-Man 15. Yep, yep. Okay, Uh, so yeah, next week, as we alluded to, we will be covering the other web series that this team did, Mm -hmm. Lobo. Blah. We've we've done exactly as uh, Homer Simpson demanded, we have brought back Sheriff Lobo. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's about damn time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure you're thrilled about that in particular, Maggie. Oh, I'm absolutely thing. ecstatic to get to spend time with my buddy Lobo, my favorite character. I mean, Watch I've reminded him. you of this recently, but I'm going to do mm-hmm. it again. You like this Lobo. I know. The thing is, I am not hopeful about a show that is specifically about him. Because eh, that, then they might just like, well, let's get some Lobo comics and see what he gets up to. Oh, mm. well, I guess that's what he gets up to. I don't know. I mean, this show started out as like, you know, funny little shorts. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's a good format for Lobo. Just doing like take some Wolverine and Punisher shit and dial sure. it up a little. And that's there's your show. I will say uh, the nice thing about shorts is that I'm spending as little time with Lobo as possible. Yeah, but you have to watch like 10 of them. So <sighs> also, uh, it's going to be your turn to summarize. So you're going to have to like think about him enough to write jokes about it. Yeah, it's true. 
I can't imagine that that was uh, it, uh, not intentional. It was absolutely not intentional. I didn't think mm-hmm. we had a guest during this. Oh. Tila threw us all off. Well, see if she wants to come back to talk see. about Lobo. <laughs> you get to review Lobo, and uh, I get to summarize the uh, the three-part uh, Justice League premiere. So, mm-hmm. yay. It all works out. Uh, yes, we will indeed be doing Justice League after that. Um, yeah. But before that, we're doing a mail show. So please uh, write to us. That's only two weeks from now. Um, mm-hmm. And it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. We would love to hear from you, and we would love for the mail show to be longer than 30 seconds long. So Yes, please. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. All the other stuff. Uh, we are uh, – our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. Uh, we are on Twitter at Algar. At, uh, at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala Dora. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 